and welcome to our educational podcast. My name's Harriet Collings and I work with Regency Tuition, helping and assisting many pupils from all different walks of life and different stages on trying to hit their goals and their targets and the grades that they desire. So we've got a couple of top tips for studying during half term, which is something that we often get asked for. So for those of us who feel like the trials and strains of Christmas have only just finished, it might come as a surprise to find out that half term is very nearly upon us. So it will be a welcome break for most students who've been working away, writing up coursework and preparing for seemingly endless exams. But half term also represents a slightly less welcome period for parents trying to keep their children focused. So that's something we're going to talk about in this particular podcast because that really is one of the main things that we get asked about because there's a fine line between having a bit of downtime and while students should definitely try to relax and enjoy themselves during the break, it's really hard to overemphasize the importance of using the time wisely for studying. And the worst thing you can do is leave all the studies and all the revision until the last minute because it will only knock your confidence when mocks come around and when you haven't had time to properly prepare. So here are our five top tips for getting the most out of your half term. Number one, get organized. So before the holiday even starts, make sure Everything's ready and prepared so you can get going straight away. If you leave it until the holiday starts to look through your notes, it will be much harder to fill in any blanks or get copies of the sheets or mock exams that you might have missed from your teachers. So check through and make sure everything's there and just get organized, you know, find a way that works best for you. I mean, for pupils who are sort of post 13 I would say you normally know how you work best so some people like keeping a very 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 rigid schedule Um, other people prefer a more relaxed approach depends whether you're a night owl or an early bird but at that age you should really know what you're doing as for pre kind of 13 plus I would say that the parents should really have a say in this you know I think it's really important to support your children and make sure that if they feel that they need any tuition that they can come and ask for it if they feel like they might have missed something throughout the term that you know you can fill in the blanks over the holiday period so that's something that I I, I strongly advise for parents for pre-13 plus age groups um So this kind of getting organized technique will help absorb the information and limit the time wasted on trying to find the right notes, the right materials at that time when basically the schools have shut down and, you know, it's going to be tough to find stuff at the last minute. So get organized if you need a tutor, book the tutor. If you need some materials, get hold of the materials. We can obviously help here. We do um, send out sort of post papers and mock exams and any exercise sheets you know 
we're, we're pretty generous with that sort of thing. So do come to us at Regency Tuition. It's not a problem and we always want to help. So just getting everything ready to go before the holiday kicks in can really cut out some of the revision stress. So that's the number one top tip. Get organized. Number two, make a plan. Now, I'm not by any means suggesting you spend a whole day drawing up a color-coded chart with sort of cross-referencing. In fact, a lot of people seem to do that. And uh, it's just a time-consuming thing to do. But the trick is to get some idea of how you'll divide your time and which areas need the most work. Now, without focusing more on making the plan look beautiful, you know, you've got to focus more on the actual studying. And the inclination for a lot of people is to, you know, revise the things that they enjoy. And generally, they're not the problem points. So, you know, make sure that you're properly going over the stuff that needs checking and needs, you know, some work. So get a bit of paper and draw up a vague plan of what you're doing on a daily basis. Try to work it so it lends itself to how you learn best. If you need variety and change, you know, then do a different topic or subject every day. But if you work better in depth, then give yourself time to really get to work on one particular subject. And the other key is to give yourself some wiggle room. Don't account for every second of the day because you may not wake up on time one morning and you may want to get some fresh air or get an unexpected visit from a friend, which, you know, really will interrupt you. So just make sure that you know you're not accounting for every single second parents be aware of this as well some some people don't take into account that you know children do get tired in the holidays and they get poorly and just make sure that you know you're not kind of being too pushy so if you don't allow for some wiggle time you end up getting even more stressed and children you know really struggle under pressure but um, not keeping up with your schedule and falling behind, you know, is very demoralizing. So just be aware of that. Try to make the plan realistic and include some contingency time. So the third tip that we've come up with is to mix it up. Various studies have actually found out that our attention span lasts from anywhere between 5 to 25 minutes. That's about as long as we can go, which is quite frankly not that great so even if you are one of those students that would rather do a subject in greater depth you should really consider changing things up every so often just to keep your brain stimulated on target and on task and just awake now we're not suggesting that you switch off from Spanish to maths every 10 minutes but we do think about um, sort of different techniques, different revision methods that can be helpful here. So, for example, doing 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 25 minutes on a certain technique and then switching it up. So flashcards is a great one. As well as flashcards, you can, you know, make paper ones or there are programs that you can use like Anki, Quizlet's quite good and they're really effective because they're, they're quite sort of game-like so if, if you know you, you are a student that works well with that technique then go for those sites, they're really helpful and um, they're very re-engaging if you feel that you're starting to wane so those sites are great, flashcards, really good and they're a fun thing to make so parents get involved. Um, past papers, 
obviously super duper important I cannot stress this enough advantages of you know each technique um, each exercise you know going over different different parts of the past papers you know that sort of thing can just you know refresh your brain so mock essays writing notes listening to foreign language podcasts testing yourself writing post-it notes revise with a friend sometimes that's quite good especially for oral exams and make mind maps that's that's another fun way to kind of switch up your technique so third tip mix it up number four is read over examiners reports and the syllabus I cannot stress this enough it's a huge tip make use of all of the materials that are available to you the syllabus lays out everything that you're expected to know in the exam so really get hold of that and find out exactly what you're supposed to know and what they want to see from you in each exam so it's a great way to check you've covered everything and that you're not missing anything that there aren't huge gaps in your knowledge so most importantly take advantage of the examiner's reports really 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 useful and these reports are written every year by the examiners who are grading and marking the papers and they're widely available online so students can look through those and find out what the examiners are actually looking for all of our tutors are completely versed on the syllabus criteria and what they're after so whilst it's important to learn from your own mistakes it's also true you don't have to make all the mistakes yourself learn from other people's by going through these examiner reports you can see what things the examiners did and didn't like and where other people slipped up it's almost you know a cheat it's so important I cannot stress this enough but you know it's a cheat but you're completely encouraged and allowed to do so so that's number four read over examiners reports and the syllabus And number five, make time for yourself. Whilst we encourage making use of half-term to study and get prepared, it's so important to take time out and relax and enjoy yourself and try to plan your revision so it's not all day, every day. You know, schedule in some fun cinema trips. That's a good one. Perhaps you can get up early and go for, you know, a walk or go and play some tennis or go, you know, run around in the park just for a few hours so you can you know, spend a good part of the day enjoying yourself. And parents, this is really important as well. For the kids, don't, they're under so much pressure themselves. They put themselves under so much pressure and the systems now are terrifying for them. So, you know, make sure that you also come up with some fun things that they can do just to sort of forget that exam time is coming up so getting the studying out of the way sometimes in the morning I prefer in the morning means that you you won't have it hanging over you and you can mess around in the afternoon so you know meeting up with friends or a trip to the cinema it keeps everyone motivated so that's our fifth one make time for yourself no matter what age Um, parents get involved for the little ones and you know, GCSE students, A-level students, AS-level SATs, guys, don't take it too seriously. It's okay. As long as you're working on a sort of regular basis, going over your notes, 
getting the help you need, honestly, ask for it. It's completely worth it. Just make sure that you are also having a bit of downtime. It's really important and it will, you know, keep you in good stead for the exam period, which is, you know, pretty brutal. So there we go, our five top tips. Just to recap, get organized, make a plan, mix it up, read over the examiner's reports and the syllabus, and finally, make time for yourselves. And give us a call anytime if you need just some advice, just someone to talk to. We're always here, Regency Tuition, and I hope you enjoyed our five top tips for studying during half-term.